I'm Alexandra Kreis and you're listening to Outer Travel in a Journey. Welcome back to Outer Travel in a Journey. I'm here today with Joe Seflin. Hello. Hello, Joe. How are you doing? Hello, Alex. Hello. Hi. I um, wanted to introduce Joe as an artist, but in our preparation conversation, in what I can call him, he decided he doesn't know what to be called. And in fact, I feel like, Joe, you are unique in yourself, in the way you live your life almost like a life artist I would say you know there are so many talents you have and that you and curiosity you have and whatever makes you curious you know it seems to to pick your attention that's how I know you is that somehow right uh, yes yes it, it, it certainly is I, I am I, I'm very curious about a lot of things i'm i'm it might be even wrong to say that i'm curious about a lot of things i'm i'm curious full stop um which which could get me into trouble and has done um <laughs> and hopefully will continue to do so. <laughs> <laughs> well the beauty of you and you know the reason why i wanted to have you on the show because to me the way you live your life is an inspiration in some ways that it's that it requires a lot of strength i i believe you know inner strength to be and not to be in some form you know not to be called something in particular and not to follow a career plan and while we had a beautiful conversation before we started recording I also noticed how this being that you created is helping you to really um, become, you know, that's, that's what I'm feeling. And that's a lot of big words <laughs> that I use there, but maybe they are reflecting back into our conversation earlier. Y yes. Yes. That, that, that's right. And, and, looking at it a little bit from from the outside now and and if if i'm to see how how you describe me from from an external point of view and look at it you'd it's, it's like here's a person who who is of a particular age like past middle age and um you know they have done something but a career hasn't really happened um yeah. they're not without talent they're not without uh, drive and focused to, to be able to do things but um, it just hasn't happened and, and then people would see this person successful people might see this person and point a finger if they were interested in doing so and say ah well all that potential has gone to waste hmm. but and maybe in that context it has but if you come in to this person if you come in to, to hear that there is um of course, there are questions about that. Oh, I could have done this, could have done that. But at the heart of it, in the middle of it, has always been an inquiry. And at, 
at the present time, there's that, that, that inquiry has almost dissipated. It's, it's gone. So hmm. we're just here having a chat. And, uh, exactly. and there are so many things still to be done, of course, and they're fun and enjoyable yeah. um, and exciting. So, so yeah, that's, that's kind of where it's at now. Yeah, I, I totally hear you. The whole career thing is um, locks for a lot of people in the talent thing, but we kind of both are looking to inspire people to do what they are called to be do. And that's the, um, where we're both at. That's what we established beforehand. You said, you know, to stop people to procrastinate and find into what we both call potential or dharma. So... Um, <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> this that, is well, that, that's very interesting. A few weeks ago, I met, I met a young man. I, I was doing, uh, and this is kind of symptomatic a little bit of the whole situation. Um, I went over to clip somebody's hedge. Yeah. Uh, because they asked me to come and do odd jobs around their house. Okay. Uh, so I go and do that, and you know, we we chat a bit about things, and. Um, this was the, the, the boyfriend of the son, uh, and we were having a cup of tea, and, and he, he, was asking, he was asking me for advice. He was asking me for life advice about what to do uh, with his life, essentially, and, and I'd never met this chap before. But, and the thing that struck me about it was that here was a, a fellow, tall, gifted chap, maybe mid-30s, and he was apprehensive and fearful about the things he felt he had to do to make it. Yeah. He had to have an identity for himself. He had, to, he had to project himself in a particular way. And he saw lots of his peers around the place who were really good at this, who just put themselves out there as some fantastic demigod. Mm. And he was not feeling that he, he was feeling i don't know that that it was something that didn't sit well with him so i i essentially said to him that you you've got to find your way your own way and mm. it's very important that that you know first of all that that you are amazing even though it might not be expressing in a particular way right now you are wonderful so you just need to spend some time and settle into what it is you would like to do. That could be something, it could be nothing, or it could be a very menial thing, or it could be something that is seen as being more ambitious. It doesn't really matter mm. unless you begin to address that held position and begin to disassemble it and let it settle into the belly. And and I didn't think much about that at all. It's like, all right, see you, see you next time and cut some more hedges. But then I heard from the lady whose hedge I'd cut that that was the best advice this fellow had ever gotten in his life. And he's 36 from wow. this very little small conversation. Yeah. So maybe that's our work. Maybe that's our work. Yeah. And for someone like me, I can go and cut hedges. I can do a little bit of this, a little bit of that, teach some yoga classes, sell a painting. Yeah. But why I'm here is, is to, to see people and to see them, yeah. really see them. Yeah, I feel, I feel the same. It's so easy for me to see people. And while somebody with, you know, listening to this story and the podcast right now, thinking like, yeah, but you can't tell 
uh, young people or whoever just don't do anything. I think the distinction for the two of us or how I would hear it when you say it is when you arrive in your belly, you know, if you let it disassemble the whole like, oh, I need to define what I'm doing into a character that everybody is, um, your order has heard about, that can be difficult if you're falling into a totally different niche or whatever it is. But if it comes from the belly, it's never this kind of thing of just hanging around and doing nothing because I think we're all inspired and feel inspired by life, you know, and not yes. by, you know, by not doing anything constantly. It's the reverse opposite. You know, some people feel like they need to do, do, do. Other people feel like, oh, no, I, I can't do apathy almost. You know, we're not talking about apathy here. I think not that's what all. we're trying no. to, to say to people. But you have to feel more free in choosing what you want to do and be more aware of that. Does that hit home with you? Yes. Yeah. To, and to tell anybody that, that you know, doing nothing is, 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 the, is the best thing you can do is, is not right. It's, it's not right at all. Um, because in order to do nothing, there, there needs to be an embodiment of, of great openness and emptiness and clarity to, to really be doing nothing. Otherwise, you're just dossing. Yeah. And, and uh, who, who was it? Chögyam uh, Trungpa, he was a Tibetan teacher who, who went to, to America. And I think one of his quotes goes a bit like this. It's like, best is to do nothing. But if you have to do something, do it really, really well. Yeah. So, you know. Hmm. So that brings me to a question I have for you. You know, what really led you to these insights? How did you arrive then, Joe, to feel so comfortable or maybe sometimes not so comfortable in your, you know, assertion to life and how you lead your life? Mm. Well, well, that's... Uh... I was going to say I don't know, but I, but that would be a cop out because I actually kind of have begun to sense why why it is that I've I've been able to stay so long and kind of even though it it, it looks like one has been stationary or given up or dropped off the planet, I've I'm I'm very um, tenacious. Mm. I'm I'm able to to, to sit still or to plow through um things and i i have i guess a high tolerance for discomfort or pain but at the same time i'm not stupid enough or maybe i used to be but i'm not stupid enough to to uh keep plowing through the pain when it really is doing damage it's like hang on a second so and I've gotten my, myself into various situations through, through my uh, curiosity that haven't begun well. Yeah. And, and points have been reached where there's kind of a crisis and then something has to be done. Yeah. So I would have taken myself to places that I felt were nurturing in times of crisis with relationships and things like that. Mm. And, and in, in, the, in yoga terms, I would have tried for a while to follow um, certain Hatha yoga practices and taken it to a level where, where I understand that, that, that my, my 
physical body isn't able. It's just mm. not able to, to go to these unbelievably bendy. I mean, I'm 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 strong as an ox. I could I could do something all day, but then yeah. the other thing, I just can't do it. Yeah. And and in terms of of the hatha yoga being a, being an avenue mm. to open to deconstruct and to realize the self, it just wasn't for me personally. It. But that's what we were talking a bit about before, that if, if something comes naturally, yeah. not without a certain struggle and, and a certain process and learning and letting go, but if someone in the Hatha Yoga context, just, just to yeah. keep it there, is um, humble enough, bendy enough, strong enough, and has, has the capacity to keep at it, Maybe yeah. that is, is their avenue and, and they will find or whatever is coming will come to them through that. Yeah. But it's like in the Bhagavad Gita, it's, there's all these different yogas, you know, and, yeah. and all of us have to find our own. Exactly. There is different yogas um, that we are not so aware of in this world. You know, like uh, that, I think this is uh, the conundrum we both kind of came across in a procrastination to do what you feel called to do and procrastination showing uh, up as apathy or apathy or as um, somebody who likes to negotiate back and forth and is very smart in asserting a situation but then never comes to the, to do the essential thing to move forward and then secondly that that we all have a calling what we're here for and it does not need to come by doing a hatha yoga practice you know to establish that but that there is so many forms and that so many texts talk about it and you don't need to make it a school but that the moment you under you know you've gone through some <laughs> teaching you find that you don't need a school or a thought yeah. of that yeah mm. yeah hey and we have Hi. a guest coming in as well, or not. <laughs> this is Alex. Do you, do you need me for something? Are you okay? Oh, he's off. Sorry about that. <laughs> Beautiful to see him. <laughs> okay, so I was, uh, I was doing a long winded um, thing as I, I tend to do, but I was saying like, what I hear you saying is that we um, we both come out of the schools of Hatha Yoga and both have ended up taking our lessons from it, but obviously both decided to go a little bit further with different tools. And that's the one thing, you know, and that um, we're both finding that it's easier to live and just try instead of um, trying to figure out whether we're following, following the right teacher or the right method, but just trying out. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, and there I think teaching. I now I feel that it's it's very important to have a teacher um, of of some kind. And um, for for me now, I don't think about it too too much. But but I would say to to people that that everything everything should should be a teacher. You know. It, if you spend a little bit of, of, of time with whatever is going on, either if you're in a situation, a personal situation, if, if you just sit down and have a cup of tea, 
and just mm. stay with that for a moment you'll, you'll you'll see how you're feeling you can tell what you're you, you can feel what your body is is telling you whether you you know simple things like tightness in the belly or in the chest or but so so that that in itself is an indication that you need to somehow let go and relax but not everyone maybe will will know that not everyone will know that what you need to do is sit down and have a cup of tea and not everyone is going to take that advice because people don't often people don't want to be told what to do mm. or so it's 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 a complicated one that that teaching or ha having a teacher and some people have their guru somewhere or they have a number of teachers that they've been going to or books that they read and um and there the teachings might be very specific and might some of them might resonate with the people and, and then they might pick and choose so it's it's not very clear to me all that though that that having a teacher but if you do have a teacher what whoever they are and wherever that they are even if they're good or bad you've you've got to be able to practice loving them yeah it's like being in a relationship with someone who's not particularly nice but you love them <laughs> or you really try to love them and then you realize i'm really trying to love you but i don't actually love you <laughs> so then there's then there's no love there then yeah. then there is no love then maybe is it that i can't feel love or is it that i don't have access to it am i selective in my loving and you know so, so it it raises a lot of interesting self-assessing points it's like right okay hmm. it's the relationship you have to acknowledge i think in the spiritual world or as we are you know often talking to um this is set out to make people aware of that we as much as we do outside we need to also draw inside and or to draw from with inside but at the end of the day when you come into this inside you cannot stick to just the inside observation then you come across as probably depressed or an introvert or as somebody who has no whatever interest in the world outside and when you just on the outside you seem like an average joe <laughs> excuse the pun that is um is just spending and passing time in in this world without acknowledging the beauty that surrounds us and in the in the connection that you're describing the first way you learn it is from parent to child or child to parent you know this is your first connection and what you're saying to me right there if you haven't learned the the right connection or this assertment of inner journeying and outer seeing then you need a teacher in life and that can be a human being and but if you do you have to find that acknowledgement that there is a relationship between the two of you and hating is just another extreme emotion it's the other end of the stick from from love to me you know so mm -hmm. there is the bond already there so yeah i think that's um, that's how i see teachers and that's why i heard you saying 
that um, we can even have teachers like cats, pets, um, I'm, I don't know, you know, the morning coffee or a, a cup or whatever it is, everything can become our teacher as more as we come into this duality and assessing duality without losing the, uh, you know, the connection to the bigger picture. Yeah. 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 That's what I heard you saying. <laughs> well, that's what's triggered in me. Hmm. Oh, yes. Um, well, life, as far as I can perceive it, is all about breathing. I mean, it's, it's, it's how we live. It's, it's about in and out, expansion, contraction, uh, inspiration, letting go of things, uh, renewing, and, and so on. Uh, the seasons. It's all, it's all there in this cyclical situation. But um, I, I guess throughout my life, I've always been interested in and wanting to find out about the gap between the breaths. Hmm. And that's, that's, that's been my tenacity. That's, that's been that, that quiet digging. Sometimes it's, it's expressed, sometimes it hasn't. So the expression would obviously be a, a, an expansion and then the contraction seemingly when either one in the physical sense possibly gets, looks depressed, is depressed, mm. but, but the depression becomes almost a cocooning. It's not something that is completely a black hole where you're thinking about ending everything. It's there, there is, it needs to be realized that even if people are depressed, that there is a spark. You might not see it. Others mm. might have to point it out. Mm. Stay close to those kinds of people if, if, if you can, or if you are depressed, you know, stay close to something. It might not be a person. It might be a cup of tea. It could be a dog. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, yeah. As you're rubbing the hands, it reminds me of that friction that we then uh, need to encounter in order for the spark to become bigger. Um, as, you, as you said in, in one of the conversations we had before, that you just ran into some of those sparks while you were <laughs> landing in a different country. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about how you dealt with that? Well, essentially, I... I um sat still uh, and sometimes stopped breathing wow. and you realize that if you stop breathing for long enough that you you need to breathe yeah if you want to stay on this planet as a human being having this wonderful body that we drive around in so so you know, coming to a new country, having been here for six or seven years now. Um, in Sydney, Australia, is that right? Yes, yeah. in, in Sydney. And we've, my son was born here, so he's Australian. I've, I've become a citizen of this country all of a sudden. So there's this whole new ball game happening. But there, that's really neither here nor there. You can be Australian or Swedish or Irish or German or any of these things. Um, and then that ties into race and creed and all the rest of it. But you, you've got to find out, each of us, I feel, has to find out really tenaciously 
dig for who or what am I? That's, yeah. that, that, is, that is really a key. And, and then you can go forth and you can be an artist, you can be a fashion designer, you can be none of those things. It's like we, we were saying earlier, Alex, that you know, lots of people we see around us are passionate, they're excited about what they do, Yes. They happen to be really beautiful. They happen to be eloquent and they happen to have great dress sense. But what about me? <laughs> if I don't have these, it's like, oh, man. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> what to do? Yes. <laughs> what to do if you're dowdy and you kind of, or if you feel that you're dowdy, because of course, dowdy people, there's no such thing. There's no such thing. You just, we, we, we find our spark. Yeah. Have a laugh. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes that's also, okay, so we can, we can be in these, obviously in these kind of ball games of gifts, you know, I mean, I see you as a talented artist, you know, whatever you touch turns into something beautiful. You know, you did my yoga studio up and you created this whole space which i only vaguely expressed how i wanted you know and we had the same we say the same idea and then you're selling paintings and next thing you're cutting hedges and whatever you touch it seems like you do it from from the tenacity but also from the curiosity and while you have so many gifts you know it's like none of them comes true as such a passion like somebody who wants to turn the world upside down or want to wrap up buildings like you know in 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 pompons and i don't know what um but when you what we're trying to say here together on this show for everybody is if you don't feel there is a passion passion in your life it doesn't matter because you can be just the bee that enjoys going from one flower to the next and the difference between you not having an aim or so or a, a certain uh, career or label to your life that says like you're a father your mother you're uh, i don't know a teacher you're this or that it does not matter what matters and what keeps joe as radiant as he is and lovely to speak to and being such a light in this world to me is that you are actually just following what you want to do and never doubt that it kind of contributes to your life as much as to other people's lives. Is that what we're trying to say here, Joe, right? That's, that's exactly what we're trying to say, Alex. It's, it's um, yeah, doubt, um, ideally get rid of it. Um, however you can do that quickly or slowly, that depends on how you're practicing, but uh, yeah, just, find out how beautiful you are find out how wonderful and absolutely complete yes. you are yeah despite your looks or with your looks even so yes we are, yeah. we are this is such a this is such a deceiving moment that when we look at people and they're beautifully dressed or they seem to be so much in their skin that we believe their lives is easier than ours and that we have to come up 
with smugness, smartness or something, you know, that kind of makes us better. You see that between children, you know, like I have this, I have this, like I have this Puma shirt and now, you know, I'm better than you are. This is, uh, this is such a misguided way to, to lead our lives. And we, have, we need so much time to undo it, what we learn in these phases of sure. what makes us, right? Yes, and, and, and I wonder where, where the kids actually get that from. Because I don't think they're born with it. They're not born with it, no. No, no. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, they're not born, so there you go. You know, we have to put ourselves forward again and see what, what we've kind of put into their brains. And we can't do that yes. until we do our own inner journeying and our own soul, soul searching. That's what it is, right? Yeah. What makes us... All right. Yeah. Well, thank you for taking time, Joe. It was so lovely to connect with you. Well, my, my pleasure, Alex, to, to, to do this. And it, it's, uh, it's wonderful to see you again. And uh, yeah. yeah, thank and you to, to, to all the people listening. And, uh, you know, exactly. um, Where can I the listener find you if they're in Sydney and feel inspired to get in touch and um, see, see you well, as you? Well, they, they can they can give me a phone call or, or send send an email or or something. I I have a website with some of my art on it, but I don't update it all that often. Um, but uh, I I can. How do I do that? Give you a an email. We will have all the links underneath the podcast description, so you can connect with Joe. And Joe is also teaching a little bit of yoga. So if you're in Sydney and feel inspired to seek him out, we also put the name of the studio forward, I would say. Well, thanks everybody, including Joe and listeners. And I'll see you next time around.